This podcast was proudly produced by NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.nzaudioeditors.com. Ryan J. Melson and Greg Moll from One Plan for Retirement would like to welcome you to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, we'll break down the psychological tools and financial framework you need to live the life you want to ensure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. You know what time it is, everyone. I don't even need to explain it. It's quick fire finance, where I talk as little as possible so you can learn as much as possible without falling to sleep. So let's kick into it. Quick fire finance installment. I have no idea because we've done so many. So let's kick it off. First question. When our eldest son was born in 1988, we were living in the UK and started a £30 per month investment into a unit trust. It was a moderate-risk UK smaller companies fund it has been a good but not top flight performer. We maintained contributions until early 2015, so have invested under $10,000. The current value despite COVID is 60700 I don't have the Excel skills to work out the average annual rate of return, but it is certainly single figures. Income was reinvested. UK unit trusts have lower charges than most NZ funds, but recent downward pressure by some KiwiSaver providers is improving things for the investor here. So before I kick into it, the word unit trust, a lot of people may get confused by that. The idea what a unit trust is, you pull your money together and you you, you can buy a, a small percentage of a share in a sense. So instead of you having to get all this money to buy one share, you can buy units of it. And that's a, a lot of the most effective ways that people use uh, investing right now. Um, in terms of in terms of the fee structure around KiwiSaver, so there is um, a lot of monitoring that the government's doing to bring fees down. And the, the more the more years that flow by, the more that appears to be an objective and that's what the public want. So I can see fund managers' um, fees just going down and down. Uh, and there was also a recent report by the FMA that found that um, uh, it was comparing active um, versus passive management and how KiwiSaver providers would justify that. Uh, the higher fees was the level of um, actively involved investment strategies in that. And the report found that they weren't necessarily as active as they were being portrayed. Um, so something to be mindful of that. Um, the other thing in terms of using um, smaller smaller cap stocks, that's basically a smaller company, um, which makes sense if you buy a house for $200,000, it's a lot easier for that to grow than it is for a house to go from a million to to double to two million. So the the idea with smaller cat stocks is if you have that overweighted in the portfolio side of things, so I won't go too densely into this, but we don't talk about investment on this level too much. So smaller cat stocks, if you're overweighted on that, they have a tendency to outperform. The problem though, um, there was a big long study they did um dimensional funds it's a fund manager that the talks i go to sometimes and they were saying that you also have to hedge it to profitability as well because um the smaller companies um for example it's, let's say they open a mine initially that starts as um a smaller company but it has a lot of 
um, capital investment. So, and it could just completely flake. So, if you hedge for smaller and profitability, you got a better chance. But we know that's not something you want to do as uh, as an individual investor. That's something a portfolio manager would do because it's quite hard for you to have the finger on the pulse to be able to adapt and do those sort of things as quickly as possible. So, in terms of that investment strategy. The challenge um, you're facing is, let's say it's hedging is the, the word they use. So hedging is to protect you against currency risk. So let's say you have 60,000 pounds and then suddenly like now the New Zealand dollar is quite strong and you made a, a single figure return in the UK, but then the currency doesn't work out so you actually lose money. So that's one of the challenges you face in having um, an international fund that's not hedged in New Zealand dollars. So at some point, they're going to have to take that out. I'm not sure the tax implications for them as well. That's another thing to be mindful of. Um, so in terms of KiwiSaver, it's still a very effective cost, uh, very cost-effective vehicle. Um, also, we don't have a capital gains tag, so it's very tax-efficient. Um, and the fees are coming down, and it's diversified. So the biggest challenge with having a small company fund is it's basically shares, and it's going to go up and down like a yo-yo because they're small. Um, they, they can grow very quick, but they can go downward very quick because they, they don't have the ability to soak up that risk. Um, they're barely getting by a lot of the time. You know, They're just living paycheck to paycheck. Um, so what happens when suddenly that market tanks and you didn't expect that your house was going to cave in or you didn't expect that you're going to have leaky homes, so you need that money now, you're going to crystallize a negative, a negative loss even though you don't want to, even though the investment philosophy might be good, you're going to have to take it out. So that's why we always um, advocate for diversifying across the four asset classes, cash, bonds, properties, and shares because they perform at different times better than uh, other like the other aspects. So shares may do well when bonds don't do well and you, you just take out the money when you need it and you're not necessarily crystallizing the loss. It has that flexibility. It has liquidity because you could have the best best car in all the land. If no one buys it, what's it worth? So yeah, always an advocate for diversified. Thought we'd go a bit more in depth in terms of the investment side because we don't really talk about that. Um, but yeah, hope that was valuable. And once again, thanks to nzaudioeditors.com and for all those future people that are going to send me a question at ryan at oneplan.co.nz. Thanks.